This is episode 70 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I am so glad that you can join me today. Today, I'm going to be reflecting upon some of the things that I learned, some of my takeaways from the ASCA National Conference that happened in Vegas the last few days. I'll tell you one thing I learned is that Las Vegas is full of people. Oh my goodness, you guys. Garth Brooks had a concert um, the very day that we were planning on going and spending some time out on the town. And I'm not sure if I've ever seen so many people in one place. Being from California, I'm sure I've never seen so many cowboys in one place. It was so crowded. So that's definitely one thing I learned is that Vegas has a lot of people here that are eager to socialize. I get the feeling that being cooped up throughout COVID has just made people that much more excited to get out and take advantage of all of the wonderful activities that they used to be involved in. It's just that everyone's doing it at the same time. Is it like that where you're at? If you're at a place that's finally opening up um, and things are becoming a little bit more, I don't know, quote unquote normal, are you noticing that you're like, wait a minute, what are all these crowds? I find myself asking, is this the way it always was and I didn't notice? Or is it way more crowded than it used to be? <laughs> Either way, here I am. And I want to reflect for just a few moments. But first, before we do, don't forget to subscribe, follow, or download so you don't miss any of the solution-focused, family-oriented content that I put out here each and every week just for you. You know, Apple changed their situation where they don't subscribe, they follow. And there's a little arrow in the top right-hand corner. It drops down and you can follow. It costs, uh, it's exactly the same way as subscribing. It's completely free. And then you have this podcast in your library. And I, I encourage you to do that. We have some amazing solution-focused guests coming your way. And in this solo episode, I'm going to reflect in my takeaway from our keynote speaker, Alfredo Quinones Hinerosa. And he commonly goes by Dr. Q. So I'll refer to him as Dr. Q because that'll be a lot easier for me to say. He's the author of the book, Becoming Dr. Q. And he was somebody who migrated here by jumping a fence at a, as a late teen from Mexico into this country. He was a migrant worker and then worked hard to become a citizen eventually, went to college, and now he's one of the most well-known uh, neurosurgeons. And he does amazing work. And of all the people that were our keynote speaker, I didn't expect a neurosurgeon to be our speaker. But this man isn't just a surgeon for the brain. He is a personable person. He's somebody who really values the importance of connection. And I learned about mentorship and being not only a good mentor, but allowing yourself to be mentored. And this is a concept that I haven't visited in a long time. If you guys are on my Instagram, share the focused mindset. That's share like my name is spelled C H E R the focused mindset, you'll see that I put a quote up of his. And that quote is, do not think of the height of your achievements, but rather how far you've traveled. It really hit me when Dr. Q said that. 
Do not think of the height of your achievements, but rather how far you traveled. It also made me think of don't think of the things that were your low points, but rather think about how far you've traveled. It's so important that we reflect back, that we take a look back at our life, look at it as a timeline and all of the different events that have happened and, and congratulate us for how far you've come. Pat yourself on the back for how far you've come. Look back in your life at the milestones and say, wow, I did that. And that helped me get right here, right now. Where you're at right now might sometimes seem like a long rest stop to the rest of your life because you have so many other things you'd like to achieve or life is just, uh, seems like it's getting away from you. Or you might be somebody that hasn't stopped long enough to reflect on where you want to go in life or how far you've come. But right now, I encourage you to pause and not think about the achievements, but just reflect on how far you've come, how far you've traveled, the things that you've accomplished. I mean, thinking about uh, listening to Dr. Q's story, he, he showed us a picture of the van that he lived in. It was basically a van. He said it was his first home, but, you know, he can look at that picture and say, wow, look how far I've come. Each one of us can do that. If you don't have a physical picture to look at, then go through your memory and think of your earliest memory of where you were, where you were mentally, uh, where you were in your life as far as accomplishments or your vision or, or just what you wanted to do. And then go through and think about how far you've come and take that minute to say, you know what? I've accomplished a lot. And if I can do all of that, what more can I do? If I can get through the challenges that I have, what more can I get through and I can reach new heights? I believe that each and every one of us have so much more within us than we even imagine, so much more that we can accomplish and so much more that we can reach for. But sometimes we stop ourselves. Sometimes we just get stuck in one place. It's easy for parents to do that because we're thinking so much of our kids and we're thinking that, oh, I just got to breathe life in them. Oh no, I'm not doing enough for them. And sometimes guilt sets in and it drags us down. And you have to remember that each and every day that you wake up and you're there and you're present for your children, each and every day that you reflect upon the day before and think, what could I do better? What might I change? You are making a difference in this world. Why? Because you're making a difference in the life of your child, in the life of a human that's growing up and going to make a difference because of the things that you did. Reflect back on the wonderful times that you have in being a parent. In the journey of parenthood that can sometimes be so full of toil and stress and strain and pressure, pressure to make the right choices as a parent. I encourage you right now to stop and pause. And don't think of the heights of the achievements that your child has done. And if they've won an award last year, or if they've gotten great grades, or if they have done wonderful in their sport and lived up to their potential, but pause and just look at that little life in front of you and think about how far you've traveled with them and the things that you've done, the memories that you've made. 
the things that they've learned and just how much they still have to learn and just choose to allow yourself to be filled up in that space. I think that that's an important thing for us to be able to enjoy our life is for us to allow um, ourselves, at least I know that I need to, is allow myself moments of reflection. Don't let life move so fast that you forget to reflect. And I hope that you take a minute to do that right now. Now, it really made me think about the people in my life that made a difference. Dr. Q spoke about mentorship. And immediately my mind went to being a mentor. As a school counselor, you can imagine, and as a life coach, I'm thinking, oh, mentoring, it's so rewarding. And it is. Being a mentor to either your child or a, a person that uh, they've, they need a little helping hand, and you're the one that's lending that helping hand is so rewarding. But take a minute to think of people that were mentors to you along the way. Maybe they know that they were a mentor and maybe they really have no idea the impact that they had on your life. As I looked back to reflect myself, I thought of a woman named Cheryl Roberts. Cheryl Roberts was the professor that led the child development department at Riverside City College. And quite by accident, I landed in one of her child development classes in my very first year of college. You see, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for a living. I knew that I wanted to impact people's lives. And I had written down that I would love to be able to work with kids. And that's about it. So one day I was picking up my youngest sister from preschool. And the people there said, you know, we need some student workers here. And if you enroll in a child development class, we can hire you and you can be an aide here. And I thought, well, what a great gig. I don't have to look for a job. I'm, I'm in. And I enrolled in a child development class. And little did I know that it was with a professor that was known to be very challenging and very difficult, Cheryl Roberts. And I sat there in her class and I listened to her and I began to glean the knowledge and I began to understand the concepts of child development and how important each age and stage is. And I loved what she had to say. But that wasn't what made her a mentor to me. What made her a mentor is the fact that she noticed me. We turned in some writing assignments, and I remember the day that everyone was just so concerned about their writing assignment, and it was going to come back. What grade would they get? And there was all kinds of whispering, and mine came back, and I was like, oh, I got an A. And I don't know, to be honest, I kind of slipped it under really quickly because I didn't want to be looked at as that one person that got an A and I just kind of put it under my notebook, I remember, and just acted like no big deal. But then Cheryl Roberts stood in front of the class, Miss Roberts, and she said, I'm going to read some of the paragraphs. I think that you guys really struggled with this assignment. So I pulled out a couple of people that really stood out to me and I'm going to read their material. I'm thinking, oh my, I don't know. I, I hope she doesn't read mine. And as she began to read, I was like, that's my writing. 
And I had never heard my writing read out loud before. And she read it and she read it with passion. (laughs) And I listened and I was just It's hard for me to even explain how I felt in that moment. I felt proud of myself, a little embarrassed, surprised. And I thought, I'm being noticed here. I'm being highlighted right now. It's the first memory I have of really being highlighted for my writing. Now, you see, I've always loved writing. But as a dyslexic person, it hasn't been super duper easy. Uh, it's something that sometimes you'd st- I have misspellings or mixed up letters and this type of thing. Now, of course, spell check helps with some of that. But nonetheless, I've always loved writing and felt so at home and passionate when I'm getting my words out on paper. But this was the very first time that someone's recognizing me for it. And I listened as she spoke. And at the end, she even highlighted the things that I did well and the few transitions and this type of thing. And that moment changed me because I was noticed for something I did that I knew was a gift, that I knew was something I loved to do. You know that something's a gift when you just feel at home doing it. You feel in a, you just feel at peace. And, um, and at that time I might not have called it a gift, but I definitely knew that this is something that I wanted to do. And I didn't know how I was going to incorporate it into my life yet. And after class, I went up and spoke to Cheryl Roberts and I said, you read my paper. And she just looked at me right in the eyes and she said, you're gifted, keep writing. And you know what? I think you have a real great future in the area of child development. Well, I majored in child development at that school and I went on to be a Head Start teacher, as some of you guys know, before I moved on to counseling and coaching and the things that I'm doing now. And I attribute that, uh, that future, my future path was determined by those words in that very moment. From that moment on, she was my mentor. Even if she didn't realize it, I would watch her and write down everything she had to say and take it to heart. And I took the classes that she encouraged me to take. And later she wrote me a wonderful reference letter. I went in for my interview for my Head Start job that I just told you about. And I was hoping so very much I could get it. But... The night before, I had lost my voice. I had 100% laryngitis. Absolutely no voice. I was squeaking out the answers. And if you know anything about the way that it is when you go to a school district um, interview, it's a panel. And they're around a pretty big table. And it's not like you uh, have a, a microphone or anything. You have to project. And I remember that as they were asking the questions, they were physically leaning forward and trying to hear me. And I was so surprised when I got the phone call and I got the job. So later on, I went into my boss's office that was in that interview and said, what was it about that interview that had you guys choose me when my voice was gone? And she said, to be honest, the thing that tipped it over was the letter that we read from Dr. Cheryl Roberts. Cheryl Roberts, man. I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, she, she made such an impact on my life and I am forever grateful for that mentor. She gave me hope. She made me believe in myself. 
She helped me to see my gifts and she gave me direction. That was such a gift. Do you have somebody in your life that gave you those kind of gifts that helped you be the person that you are today? Or is that happening right now in your life? Do you have somebody right now that you do look up to and you're following them? I encourage you to lean into that because it's rare. You don't have a mentor at every stage of your life. They come and when they do come, recognize it, lean into it, and let them mentor you because they see something in you that you don't see in yourself. And by allowing them to mentor you, you you're, you're creating a circle of life because you're going to pass on some of the things that they're going to breathe into you. You're going to pass that on to the next generation. So don't make the mistake of, of uh, shining a relationship or not leaning into or not taking somebody's help. Maybe someone offers help and you're like, no, no, I'm good. But maybe that person is about to give you a gift, the gift of mentorship. So have your eyes wide open to the people in your life. Be thankful and grateful for the people that were in your life and remember what they instilled in your life. Don't let that light go out. If somebody made a difference in your life, write down the things you learned from them and then remember that those are your values. Hold them close to you. And today, like I said, in this moment, look at the people around you. If there's somebody that is going to be able to be the role of a mentor or could possibly be, lean into it because that's what's going to help you be a level up than you are now. You've heard of it, leveling up. We level up when we uh, are with other people and we allow those people to show us where we need to go. They are our light. We are meant to be in community in this world. We're meant to do it with other people. But it's not just us being friends with other people and talking. It's allowing people to mentor us and being a mentor. We not only want to allow people to mentor us, but we want to turn around and mentor others. And like I said earlier, it is rewarding. It's so rewarding to help other people. You have gifts. You have talents. You have things that you're good at. Well, when you see somebody else that has that same gift, that same spark, don't hold back. Go and tell them, notice them, show that you know that they're talented and then help them out. I don't know how, I don't know what uh, your gift is. Maybe it's in singing and you notice somebody singing and walking by and you can tell them, wow, your voice is beautiful. That little compliment might be just what they need to go into uh, the very next audition with confidence and land a job. It might be that it's somebody you know. Maybe it's a niece, a nephew, uh, 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 your brother, your sister, your child. Breathe life into them in a whole new way, looking at yourself as a mentor. Now, of course, you're not gifted in everything. So, you know, there's no reason for you to speak on things that are not in your wheelhouse, but identify the things that you have been gifted in, the things that you have learned from maybe through the long journey of life and many mistakes, you have learned certain lessons, 
allow yourself to share those lessons with your loved ones. Share those lessons with somebody who maybe you don't even know too well, but you know that they have potential. Reach out and share with them. You know, part of being solution focused is allowing ourselves to reflect on a time when things are going better in our life, when we're going through a problem, and then figuring out how we can come back into this present moment and be our best self in this moment. Take a little bit from what we were, because your mind is amazing. It has an amazing memory. We are, we forget how wonderfully and beautifully we have been designed. And we are designed with all of with this, the best computer chip ever up in our mind. But we need to access those memories. If we're constantly accessing negative memories, or um, forgetting to remember the good memories, even then we're not doing ourselves any kind of good for our future. We need to on purpose access the moments in our life that made an impact on us. Remember how we felt in those moments. Remember the values we held. Remember the things that we held dear and then bring them into our present moment and bring them into our future. Today, uh, well, actually, it was the other day I was sitting with Dr. Linda Medcalf because, as you know, we spoke on how to give kids a voice. And then after we had dinner and we spoke about this subject, how important it is to reflect back. One thing that uh, she's teaching me, um, mentoring me, if you will, is is on the subject of how narrative therapy can be um, coupled with solution-focused to make such a big impact on our clients. Now, that's a mouthful, I know, but we were basically just talking about the subject of um, looking back in our life and thinking about the things that we valued and how important it is to capture those moments and then bring them into our life today. So right now, as you are, wherever you're at, if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but if you're not, you might want to close your eyes. And as a solution focused exercise, I want you right now to think about a time in your life where you were proud of yourself, where you were happy with the space that you were in, even if it was just in a couple of days that you remember. Now just take a moment and pause And remember how that felt, how your body felt. How did your heart feel? Visit that, revisit it. Maybe it's been quite a while since you've given yourself a pat on the back and you've been proud of yourself, but you can reflect upon that moment and you can do that right now. Take this mindful minute to know how that feels. And then come back to this present moment and think, what do I need to do today to feel that feeling of being proud of myself? Think about the things you're doing today, even the smallest thing, even if it was just taking a walk and getting outside or reading a book to your child, or uh, maybe you're proud of how you handled a situation when they were being a little bit naughty and you practiced a brand new way of taking care of things rather than getting mad at them. Or maybe 
that's your plan for the future. Maybe that's what you're proud of is your plan to continue forward in a positive manner. It might be that listening to this podcast, you've made some personal commitments in your heart. Congratulations. Be proud of yourself and then walk forward in confidence. If there's any time that you begin to slip back into that negative thinking, like maybe I can't do this, just stop and say, you know what? I am going to embrace the feeling of being proud of myself in order to continue to take steps forward towards being my best self and then finding my passions and the things that I was always meant to do. We have a long life, you know, and as you're raising your kids, you're going to have moments that shine and then moments that don't shine. But even as they grow up, they're watching you. They're watching everything you do. So when you do this work on yourself, you are parenting them because they will emulate what they see. If they see a mom and a, or a dad that's smiling, if they see a grandma or grandpa, whoever you are that's raising kids with a positive outlook, not saying anything negative about yourself, but choosing to say, you know what? I'm proud of myself for whatever it is. And being humble enough to show them your mistakes, saying, you know what? I've grown through this. I just made a mistake and now I'm going to change it. Now I'm going to adjust my ways. That is a sense of humility that can also be celebrated. Humility is not thinking bad of ourselves. It's not thinking, oh, I can't have anything good that I think because I need to be humble. No. Humility is just saying, you know what? I'm going to care about others. And I'm going to look at things through caring and loving eyes. Not focusing on the height of my achievements like Dr. Q said. Rather, I'm going to be humble enough to look at how far I've traveled and be grateful. And then I'm going to fill myself up with that and give that to others. I'm not going to be that person that is above somebody else. No, I'm going to walk alongside them and look at things through their worldview and then have compassion on them. That's all a part of the humility that I'm talking about that actually leads to confidence and leads to you having a healthy sense of being proud of yourself. So again, the quote from Dr. Q, do not think of the height of your achievements but rather how far you've traveled. I hope that you can embrace that today. If you want to look at that quote again, it's on my Instagram, share, C-H-E-R, The Focused Mindset. And thank you for listening today. I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you're a listener. If you're a brand new listener, I'd love for you to join the Focused Mindset community. There's a couple ways you can do that. You can hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. That's thefocusedmindset.com. I always have free solution-focused resources that I'm giving away. I have a podcast page there as well as several other things that you can explore. I have my, uh, my product, my course conversations that empower on sale right now. And that is a course that's just 
uh, full of audio and video training and a 30-day journal to help you communicate in a solution-focused manner with basically anybody that you come in contact with in regular, normal conversation, using regular conversation skills in a solution-focused way. If that's something you're interested in, make sure that you go ahead to my website and visit the product page. And before we say goodbye, I also want to give a shout out to my affiliate partner, The Big Life Journal. I am so privileged and, and humbled to be able to sell those products on my website. When you get the products through my website, you are supporting this program and you're giving us a, a little bit of extra to be able to keep this on the air. And I really appreciate that. You can check out the many products that they have to teach children resilience on my website. Go to www.thefocusedmindset.com and just hit the button that says The Big Life Journal. It'll take you directly there. But I'm also going to leave a link in the show notes so you can just click that right there. And I have a group on Facebook called Solution Focused Families. That's Solution Focused Families. I'd love for you to hop over there and join. That's another way to be a part of the Focused Mindset community. There's lots of different ways to be connected. But most of all, just know you're never alone with the Focused Mindset community. I'm here for you each and every week. And I know that you do your very best. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us are but we can strive to be solution-focused each and every day and to raise children that know how to seek out solutions and don't lean on problems. So it's time for me to get going and uh, feel free to reach out and contact me if you have any thoughts, anything that rang true to you, I'd love to hear about it. And have a wonderful rest of the week. And until next time, keep in touch and take care.